0: The Other Side of Midnight. Seventy-seven WX. Local Spotlight. Good morning, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Moreno here on 77 WABC. Well, yesterday was the day. Yesterday was Governor Hochul's first state of the state since winning her election as governor for the first time. And by and large, I thought it was a speech that can best be described as okay, and a legislative program and a governmental program that can best be described as mediocre. Nothing terribly bold on there. I I guess the uh, the biggest policy proposals that she made had to do with housing. She's proposing building more than eight hundred thousand new units of housing. She did allude, though, to some public policy proposals to improve public safety. Uh, What was music to my ears is she proposed giving judges more discretion to hold people on bail, hiring hundreds of more prosecutors and state troopers and expanding mental health treatment facilities. Here's a little bit about what she said in terms of the bail reform issue. And so to my partners in government, in the legislature, let's start with this base of shared understanding and have a thoughtful conversation and talk about what we can do during the budget process and make improvements to that law. have to say, it was very, very little. I mean, it was a very small part of the speech. You didn't get the sense that this was a big priority for her. And I must say, I'm a little surprised. I would have thought that the strong number that Lee Zeldin did, including in heavily Democratic areas of the state and the city, would have given her a little bit of a wake-up call, and she'd try to be Annie Oakley at this point. She'd try to make crime the number one issue, sort of like the way Eric Adams has done. So I'm hopeful that Uh, The funding that she's proposing for mental health will be a step in the right direction. I hope she is able to make some changes to the bail reform law. But the legislature doesn't seem that willing to tweak it. So we'll see where this goes. I continue to think that uh, if she had held out a little bit more before going along with the legislative pay raises, maybe she'd be in a stronger position, not only to get her pick for chief judge of the Court of Appeals confirmed, but to get some of these bail reform changes made. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 W-A-B-C. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Moreno. Let me get this out of the way right now. I love you too, Sid. Yes, that's right. At 6.40 this morning, I will be returning to the Sid and Friends Morning Show here on WABC to talk about the news of the day. I'm excited to be back. Now, the last two times that I was on, Sid gave me a very tough time because after the interview was over and we were saying goodbye, he said, I love you. I did not immediately say, I love you too. Generally, this is the kind of thing that I reserve for my wife or my mom. That kind of a situation. But Sid went on a whole rant about how I didn't say I love you back. So I have scripted it. On a cue card that I will take with me in studio to make sure I give Sid the proper response. In all seriousness, though, I'm really looking forward to joining Sid. Sid was very complimentary on air yesterday regarding my uh, interview with William Shatner. And, you know, Sid is sort of the captain of our radio station because he is the morning man. He's the face of our radio station. So whenever he says something that sort of sets the tone for what goes on at the station. So it was really meaningful to me uh, internally here. So I appreciate that. And I'm looking forward to going back on. Now, as I always mention, they do pay pretty close attention to these streaming numbers. So even if you don't typically tune in to the morning show, even if you're not usually awake at the time, please tune in and listen online so they can immediately see the spike when I uh, when I join at 640. Even if you typically listen on radio, maybe you could turn on the app for that or go on to wabcradio.com and listen online so that we can show the powers that be that whenever I go on – there's a little bit of a spike. I'm looking forward to being part of the Sid and Friends in the Morning show. Tune in at 640. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 <laughs> Local Spotlight. There has been a lot of talk about composting in New York City for a long time. This was a big initiative of Mike Bloomberg's, but there has been a much lauded compost program in Queens. It's apparently gone very well. It's been a borough-wide program that diverted 12.7 million pounds of material from landfills in just a few months of operation. Now, Queens locals are wondering where to put their smelly bags of scraps because this very celebrated and apparently well-run compost program in queens has gone into hibernation for the winter the sanitation department paused the curbside organic waste pilot program in december and said it will begin again in march andrea scarborough of southeast queens told the city, i really hope they bring it back and they bring it back soon You finally get neighbors buying into this, and then you stop it. It's the wrong approach if you're trying to move people in the direction of composting and moving waste from landfills. I think she is exactly right. We need to be expanding composting to other parts of the city. We have a worldwide, a nationwide, and a regional problem with garbage. Pretty soon, we are going to be just awash in garbage, and we don't dump it in Staten Island anymore, so what does that mean? That means we pay a whole whole lot of money to ship it to places like West Virginia. And to the extent that we can reduce the amount of trash that we're shipping to different parts of the country, we should be doing that. It'll be less expensive. It'll be better for the environment. It'll be more efficient. I think it is a big mistake. You know, the expression penny wise and pound foolish, that definitely applies to what the Department of Sanitation is doing here. I hope they get this composting program going again, and I hope they expand it to all five boroughs. Beam me up. To be continued. The other side of midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Local spotlight. Sometimes the desire to do something without necessarily giving a lot of thought to what that something is can be very ineffective and quite harmful. Well, Democrats in the New York State Senate have passed a package of voting and election reforms. There's a whole bunch of things that this legislation does, and we'll see where it goes in the New York State Assembly. But one of the pieces of legislation that really threw me for a loop is they they passed this legislation that supposedly would restructure and professionalize the New York City Board of Elections. And I thought, oh, that sounds good. I'm all for professionalizing and restructuring. couple of things. One, in the last year, as the New York City Board of Elections has been making some improved staff changes, the New York City Board of Elections has been doing great. Did you hear anything in 2022 over any problems of what the New York City Board of Elections did? No. Nothing like what you saw the year before that and the year before that. But this legislation, it would take us from 10 commissioners, one Republican and one Democrat from each to just two. Two for the whole city. Now keep in mind, every other county in the entire state, Herkimer County, Chemung County, Clinton County, Warren County, every other county in the entire state has two commissioners. One Republican and one Democrat. This would take a city of over 8 million people and say instead of the 10 commissioners, two per county that every other county in the state has, now you have two for the whole city. Someone is going to have to explain to me how doing away with representation that each borough has is enhancing or improving anything. I think it's absurd. Also, this would do away with a lot of key staff positions the deputy executive director the chief of administration and they're going to do that as we're going into a presidential year if you're going to do something like that at the very least stagger it there doesn't seem to be any staggering it seems like they want the board of elections to snap their fingers and have this new structure be ready this is in the category of ill-conceived and ineffective beam me up to be continued